Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm just taking a minute to share into our groups as usual. Thanks for bearing with me. My computer is spinning. <laughs> Oh boy. Come on, you can do it. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Now I can, but oh. I was trying to turn off the Facebook stuff. Okay. All right. I am sharing. It's happening. I really wish Facebook would let me do this before I went live, but we will deal with what we've got. <clears throat> All right, unapologetic, brave heart, and where are you? For some reason, it's not letting me find your group. There it is. Okay, we're good. Got it. All right, hallelujah. Welcome to the end of 2020. <laughs> All right, we made it. <laughs> we survived, I think. Um, I'm still kicking. Um, okay, so there's a lot of talk, um, and Marie, I love that you brought this up. Um, well, first of all, let me just introduce ourselves. Sorry, apologies. Manners <laughs> here. Uh, thank you for joining Braveheart Conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora, and my co-host today is the beautiful Marie Wallace. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And uh, thank you for joining us on Facebook. We are live every week, even on New Year's Eve. And um, we're grateful you are here with us. If you're catching the replay, um, you can find us on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, all the different places. So thank you so much for your support and your listening. Um, with that, we are going to chat, you know, no surprise about the new year. And um, as I was saying before, you know, Marie and I were talking about how um, we have a lot of people demonizing 2020 and saying how awful it was and how great 2021 is going to be. And um, I, I feel a little bit of caution in that because A, you know, just because the year turns doesn't mean that all of our problems just go away. <laughs> 
Amazing. <laughs> I know that every year that kind of seems to be a theme where people will say, oh, this year was awful and next year is going to be great. And then somehow at the end of that year, this year is awful and the next year is going to be great. Yep. And so I just want to um, acknowledge that and maybe give ourselves a little bit of a reality check because Every year has its good and bad. Every year has its blessings. And I don't really want to say curses. There are lessons, right? Um, often the pain that we experience brings lessons. It brings wisdom with it. And we've experienced a lot of pain and turmoil and change this year, but it hasn't been all bad. It has brought us um, wisdom and it's also... Um, for me, I know I, I'm so much more grateful for the things that I do have, um, the the simple things that I, I really feel like I took for granted before. I did lose a lot in 2020, uh, personal things. It wasn't just... Um, it wasn't just the chaos of coronavirus and uh, the social unrest and all the other things we experienced on a grand scale, but... Um, you know, I lost my dog that was really, uh, really personal for me. My 10 year old dog, that was hard. Um, I've, I've had so many vet issues over the last several months. And, you know, I was thinking how I'm really grateful for solid kitty poops. <laughs> Damn, it's traumatic looking in that box now and going, oh God, is there any diarrhea in here? Oh, <laughs> You know, so those little things I didn't think about before because I never had those issues before. And, um, you know, I, I miss some of the things that were, you know, the bad pieces of being a dog owner, the things that we don't like. I miss those things, you know. Um, I miss picking up dog poop. In the I know. <laughs> Who would have ever thought, right? <laughs> Um, so, you know, 2020 has really made me grateful for a lot of things. Um, you know, my partner broke his wrist. That was a really crazy, um, you know, we're, we're still not through that. He still is limited to lifting one pound. <laughs> um, and that happened back in like July. So, you know, it's, that's been a ride and he's a massage therapist. Yeah. So, <laughs> that makes it know, even harder. Yeah. It's, it's been crazy, but you know, um, in adapting to those things, you know, we've found, we've found gratitude for the little things, but we've also adapted in ways that we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been required to before. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, started a new business that wouldn't have happened. There's just things that we benefit from that we don't really think about. Um, sometimes pain pushes us towards yeah. solutions that we didn't even know we wanted. And um, so I would like to today celebrate the things from 2020, um, whether that is wisdom that we've learned or, um, or things that we're really grateful for that maybe we didn't have gratitude for last year. And um, and then let's talk about what we're going to leave behind. You know, we do have a choice. Winter is a great reflective season. We get to reflect on what we really love, what we want to take forward with us, and we get to choose what we want to let go of and what we want to leave in the past. 
um, we have the power of choice and sometimes we forget that. We are not just at the mercy of whatever 2021 brings us. So um, that was a lot of talking on my part. Marie, tell me what your takeaways are uh, for 2020. There were so many, uh, for me, quite a few of them happened in like one week, but just learning to pivot, I, I had to let go of a particular piece of my job that I really loved, and that was doing performing arts, and I love being in the, you know, being with kids and doing drama and art and dancing and all that good stuff, storytelling, so I had to let that go because that looks different now. And um, and then there were a couple of relationships that that we that I moved on. And then um, you know some of those family traditions and dynamics. I, I really missed having some of those. You know, Easter's usually at our house. Thanksgiving's usually at our house. Um, Christmas, we have special things. And so it was taking time to pivot and, and we'll go over some of those. And, and there were lots and lots of gifts in them, but there were also opportunities to grieve and um, look at how blessed I am to have family to do those things with, to have traditions, um, and maybe it's time to create new things and to know that it doesn't have to look a certain way. We've always been um, in our family traditions, always been very loose on what day we have certain holidays because we are a blended family and just trying to figure out the dynamics of that could get a little crazy. And that's where the new traditions come from. And so I'm very grateful for, for those lessons of looking at what things I do have. And um, my business was, um, what's the word I wanted? I, I had someone take over my Facebook shop in my business and it was, it was pretty tragic watching it um, go away, being taken over and not having any kind of um, say in it. Or like you said, you know, it's out of my control. I'm watching it happen. And, and it just allowed me to go, you know, here's an opportunity for me to change some things, tighten up security. Here's an opportunity for me to see how blessed I am even to have this shop and to be able to be an entrepreneur. Like, so there's so many blessings in that. And then I also had my, my sister um, was put in a home in this year because of some um, big medical issues that she had. And I learned ways of communicating with her and uh, being able to navigate that in a different way. But the loss was so great to not be able to touch someone, to hold them, to um, be in the same room, to... Um, so I know many people out there understand that particular piece because COVID did bring a lot of um, those kinds of things as well as fears and... Um, ways to be with each other. So there were uh, hundreds of lessons this year to look at. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you feel most grateful for about 2020? Um, I got to talk about this, but for me, it was knowing that there are no 
no real barriers except the ones that we create. Like the one with my sister, there were so many boundaries and barriers like this table and these masks and, and two screens and no glasses. And, and she, she was having a difficult time. And I just remembered the most important part was that we communicate with a heart and we can, um, we can be with each other in lots of different ways. That was super cool for me because I'm going, all these are just barriers. And it reminded me of the big picture, right? All these barriers we put up for ourselves. Yes, this happened in 2020 and, and some things really sucked and we've had all these barriers, but we forget that there's so much more than this barrier that we have. We just haven't yet thought of the possibilities that could come from that. And that takes some time and some reflection. And I just think um, the other thing, and this one's gonna seem a little weird, but it was so cool to watch how artists started collaborating together and finding new ways to pivot their businesses and, and be creative and out of the box. So that was kind of fun for me. How about you? Yeah, I, I feel like I got to see a lot of people with heart and um, just the creativity and adaptability of humans was really fun to watch for sure. Um, <clears throat> that comes with it, you know, some stress as well. And, you know, we saw a lot of people trying really hard, but also, you know, really struggling yeah. with the changes that coronavirus brought. It was different for all of us. You know, we have different businesses, we have different jobs and different ways that it impacted all of us. Um, and it was, it was hard to watch the, the social unrest, but, you know, like we talked about, I think it was last week, it's really made me grateful for, you know, the, the stranger on the, on the side of the road when I'm on my walk and they smile and it's so innocent and so simple instead of all of this complicated, you know, craziness that is online. What side are you on? Yeah. <laughs> it's the so noticing, noticing more and yeah. slowing down more. I think yeah, I really just have so much more gratitude for the the simple things that just don't register a lot of the time as something I'm grateful for. Um, you know, when you lose something, you have so much more of an appreciation for it. And, uh, you know, another loss that I had, which hopefully is temporary, is um, my co-mediator, my business partner, um, had some really intense cancer treatment. And uh, I believe it is over as of this week. Um, so that was a really long, hard, grueling journey. Um, and I didn't get to work with him for the last quarter. And um, so I just, again, in, in some ways, just, man, was hit with I just took this for granted, you know, I took for granted how wonderful it was to have um, partnership in the work that we do and, you know, his uh, jolly laughter and his ability to crack jokes when I'm being serious, you know, we just balanced each other in, in the work that we do, which is intense and, you know, a lot of conflict and, um, you know, so just so many things that I... Uh, I perceived success in a certain way, you know, at the beginning of 2020, yeah. we all had goals. We all had things that we wanted to happen. 
in the coming year. And so much of what I learned was to respect what I had mm-hmm. and to be grateful for what I had and that that was success and that that was also fragile. Um, and that every moment is something to be cherished because whatever it is, whether it's an animal or a person or a job or any sort of situation, it's just delicate. And, um, and I don't say that to live in fear, but to fully experience and cherish whatever is in front of us. Um, it's super key. And so moving some of those lessons forward into 21 or 2021, you know, I think a little bit differently about um, what are my intentions? And yes, I have goals and yes, I have things that I want to succeed in, but I also really don't want to take things for granted that I have um, that are fragile. Even like, you know, the peace of our country, that was another thing I, I really have taken for granted. You know, we all want to go back to normal. <laughs> well, normal is something I wasn't really grateful for before. And uh, it's, um, it comes at a steep price. So, um, you know. That pause was really good. Being able to pause and, and do some reflection on on that gratitude was was super important um and being and i believe it just stretched the compassion bubbles too because we could kind of understand and relate a little bit better and and be more sensitive to to others feelings and what was going on because even if it wasn't happening in our home we almost always knew someone or had heard you know other stories of of what people were going through and we could just be a lot more compassionate knowing how much everyone was going through so that I, I felt the compassion was a really good gift to bring forward be more thoughtful because we never know what someone else's journey is like or what they're going through and I think that 2020 blew that up. So we could say, hey, people are dealing with a lot with all that happened with 2020 and cancer, right? With all that happened with 2020 and marriages failing, all that with that happened with 2020 and, you know, lots of those tragedies that have gone on. So yeah, just exercising compassion a lot more for our human fellow friends. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, the temptation is to try to compete. You know, I've seen some mm. of that, like, oh, well, you don't know. Cause you know, my business, my tragedy is worse than yours. <laughs> you know, the truth is everybody was impacted by 2020 in some way. And, you know, somebody who doesn't own a business didn't have that pain, but there was, there was racial pain like for some people that didn't impact other people there was writing um, that impacted some people violence that impacted some people that didn't impact other people the same there was coronavirus who did impact some people and and doesn't impact others um and freedom I, issues in some countries right yeah, yeah we all have something and it's not that anyone's pain is worse or better than somebody else's if we can just acknowledge that uh I, you know with that 
place of compassion, you know, find that compassion for uh, what other people are going through because everyone is going through something that is, is uh, nerve wracking, right? There's a lot of uncertainty right now, which kind of makes humans go stir crazy. We love our certainty. <laughs> and, um, and there's been a lot of pain, there's some grief. And so extending people that uh, bit of compassion and grace, I think is really important. Um, with that, I think that there is also some responsibility to be taken for the power of choice that we have, that we can choose what we don't want to bring with us yes. in 21. And um, are there a couple of things that come to mind that you are wanting to stay in 2020 and not bring with you into the new year? Oh, you want me that I want to leave? Um, I think for me is the hustle and bustle. Definitely want to leave that. I remember many days being packed with meetings and things, which were really wonderful. Don't get me wrong, but that pace. So I like, I want to leave that hustling pace back. Um, I want to leave the have to's. I have to this or I have to that. Found myself doing that a little bit. Um, maybe some over expectations. I think there's always a, a set of expectations of most of the time I'm pretty loose and, and, and go with the flow, but there were a couple of expectations that I went, Oh, okay. I could leave those don't need them. <laughs> so, uh, if I thought about it a little bit more, I probably could come up with some more. How about you? Um, yeah, I, I feel like there are, there are definitely some things that I want to leave in the past. I think there are some changes that happened over 2020 that, um, I, I won't return to like, um, you know, I do think there was a little bit more of a mindless, busy pace before, um, mm -hmm. and I enjoy a lot more home time than mm -hmm. I did. Um, and I really, I'm an introvert. I love that. Um, and so I, I'm definitely getting on the opportunity to work more from home. Um, I, I did already to some degree, but also, you know, um, you know, I had, I had quite a few in-person mediations where some of those are now on zoom and, um, I, I do enjoy that pace. I also, realize there's there's quite a new level of mastery required for yes. time at home um and so that has been really interesting to navigate it's it's interesting when you have full like you are you are fully responsible for your time when you get out of bed what you eat if you you know exercise and move like all of that is kind of just free flow right now so like holding to a structure um, where somebody else outside of you isn't um, holding you accountable yes. is a whole new way of life. Um, and I, I think I have found a flow and a norm that works, but, um, but yeah, I think I will, I will let go of some of the appointments and things that used to have to be in person that no longer have to be in person. Um, but again, just like we talked about before, because we lose something, you know, we, we tend to value it more. And um, 
So some of the things that I saw as a pain before, like, um, you know, meeting people for coffee, you know, I had really strict boundaries around, you know, no, I don't, I don't really want to meet up and that feels like a drain. And some of the things that felt like a drain before don't so much feel like one now I, I cherish that time. Um, if I do get to go to coffee with someone, which is very few and far between, um, you know, those things mean something more today. Um, <clears throat> I learned a lot of lessons that uh, I don't intend to repeat <laughs> in 2021. I learned some business mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, I, um, I had some steep lessons around boundaries. Um, there's just always a new level to learn. And I'm really aware and familiar with boundaries. Um, but there were some times, especially around my Airbnb, um, where I, I kicked out two guests this year. Uh, those were both really, really tough things to do. And I learned, you know, a takeaway for me was I'm not going to entrust the safety of my home to Airbnb or someone outside of myself. That was a big takeaway. Uh, that's something I won't repeat in 2021. Um, you know, I've learned some things as a boss, um, you know, being, being a leader, uh, was really a challenge this year. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, knowing how I, um, how I wanted to lead a team and, uh, and lead my clients, Le you know, leadership was just a big theme for me. And so, um, I've, I've gotten some really valuable nuggets that will go with me. Um, and some things that I just, I won't take with me. I won't repeat in 2021. Um, I got clear on, on those two leadership was big this year and leading teams because it was my first year of really doing that. And I made a lot of mistakes, which were good, but sometimes those mistakes can hurt other people. And so being really strong with what I want, what I expect and the boundaries within that were really important so that I didn't hurt other people and others knew what they could count on from me as well. And so I, I'm glad you brought that one up. I, I want to, I definitely want to bring that one forward to leave some of that other stuff behind that, that weren't so good. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure how to put into words, but I, um, I feel like I equated a lot of my success with money um, prior to 2021 um, because that was kind of the, you know, I, I've been in the, in the, yeah, the coaching world for a while, the business world. And uh, this year it was really interesting to see like how money just really came and went and like some, you know, I would just get these stimulus or something that's like, oh, just random money. And then vet bills that it's random money out. And just kind of that idea that you really don't have the control you think you have. And, um, and really leaning into what, what is the purpose that I, I really, what is my life's purpose and vision and um, just trusting that the money will be there. 
um, and not attaching the value and success of my business and, and my life's work to that number. Um, that's been a huge takeaway for me this year as well. Um, yeah, so, so many lessons. I feel like I've got a lot of depth out of this year. Mm, um, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, went, just went deeper. Yeah, it was a going deeper year for sure. It wasn't superficial. Um, well, it's strength I believe we're going to need for the next year, right? I do believe that's all in preparation for the next level, leveling up. And sometimes we have to put on that armor as part of it, but we also have to put on, you know, have the right tools and have the right attitude and the right um, perspective. And, and then also, I think the big tool for me, and it's always been my favorite, I call myself the queen of possibilities, is that sometimes when we're in this box, or what we think is the box, and we have no control, um, the mantra I would say to myself is, I just have not yet thought of how to get out of this box. <laughs> it's not a container. It's not something that's going to keep me there forever. I just haven't yet thought of what that thing is that's going to get me out of here. So it's more um, just staying with that possibilities. What were you going to say? It's like you're in a game. It's just a yeah. <laughs> be more playful about it and curious. You know, that's our word anyway. But yeah, be curious. What's, I wonder what's next. And instead of fearful, we could bring fear in and we could worry and we could bring all those forward and it won't do us any good. <laughs> It'll just keep us small and hidden and, and there's work to do. There's, there's people that are counting on us to be there for them and um, sitting in a box or a container um, all bound up is not going to help anyone. No. Um, I had a, a very dear friend that used to say, I wonder what good is going to come out of this. Oh, I like that. It's such a good reminder that I don't know what's good and bad a lot of the time. Um, I know what's painful, <laughs> but a lot of the things that bring me pain also are the very things that end up bringing me joy later. And I, I don't get to see ahead to know that that's going to happen or not happen. I don't really know what's going to be good or bad. Um, so just, and that's just a perspective at the time, even. <laughs> yep, totally. A lot of really painful things have brought me on a, a an amazing journey um, that, that has been wonderful. So um, it's, it's pretty relative. I'd also like to just address moving into 21, um, you know, the expectations that we have that, oh, 2020 is behind the us. Best ever. The best <laughs> ever year. Um, yes, let's temper that a little bit um, because I'm kind of tired of every year hearing the same story. Um, I think in the same way that we judge 2020 or any past year, that it's horrible and bad and whatever, you know, we're, we're using that same paradigm and that same judgment to um, look at 2021 or the next year with this, yeah. you know, rose colored lens and neither is true. Mm -hmm. um, looking back isn't all bad and looking forward isn't all good. 
we're still going to get some lessons in 2021. We're still going to have some hardships. We're still going to have plenty of lessons that are going to give us wisdom. It's not going to be just all bliss and easy. It is not. Um, but um, we will have moments that are unexpected. You know, that's the really wonderful thing about life is we don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure we're going to have some challenges and then we're also going to have some windfalls and we're going to have some 